I'm back. Rodrance for the Matrix and Road Show. It's been a while, hasn't it? Well, one thing can bring me back from the dead. It's Halloween. That's right. Halloween. Or in this case, Halloween Kills. Yes, I've watched it now. I've watched it three times. Actually, technically speaking, I'm watching it a fourth time as we speak. I paused it to do this review. I got it on in the background while I'm working. Very quickly, shout out to my wife for making that badass canvas you see up at the top there. That's Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees on one canvas together. She made that. It's awesome. Awesome stuff. And she made me a shirt just like that. So that's very cool. Um, full disclosure, at initially when the last Halloween came out, uh, I was not a big fan. And I will tell you, I wasn't a big fan uh, for one reason and one reason only. It was the fact that they scrapped so much of Halloween past canon, okay? Uh, I have always viewed Halloween 2 as the other second half of Halloween. So when I would go to watch these movies, Halloween and Halloween 2 were one film for me, okay? It all took place in one night, and I thought it flowed together as one film very, very well. Well... Uh, just to give you a rundown of where I stand with these films, the original is the best. Um, I think is the best. I've got Halloween 4 as my second favorite, uh, The Return of Michael Myers. I thought Daniel Harris was great in that movie. Uh, so was Donald Pleasance. And, of course, I thought Michael Myers was pretty scary in that film, actually. I thought it was a very well-made film, and it was a great return for Michael. Uh, that movie's just got a certain... Sort of an eerie uh, 80s feel to it. And uh, good film. Good film. Uh, I did recently give Season of the Witch a chance for the first time in years and years. And I viewed it as a true standalone film. And I got to admit, I enjoyed it a lot more this time around, Kyle. Private Kyle. Uh, than I did the first time. Or, or the first, second time. I used to say, hey, it's the last Jedi of... Halloween movies. Well, it still sort of is, but, uh, I mean, no Michael Myers. Okay. It's a new beginning of, of, you know, Halloween films. If you want to tie it to Friday the 13th or make that reference. Uh, so I'm three minutes in. I hadn't even talked about the movie yet. So anyway, uh, that's how I am. These reviews are, are usually pretty long. Uh, I will tell you, I really loved the first part of this movie. Um, or the opening pre-title sequence, okay? The uh, flashback to 1978, Halloween night, with a young Officer Hawkins. I really appreciated that. I really liked it. I loved seeing a de-aged Donald Pleasance, Dr. Loomis, back in the movie. Uh, I liked that it gave us some more context to the film, I appreciated that as a Halloween fan. Uh, I really did. There were some things I really enjoyed about this movie. There were a couple of things that I really didn't like. Now, this doesn't solve any, uh, you know, this doesn't solve one, one of my primary issues. One of my primary issues with Laurie Strode coming back was I felt like her character, in my opinion, made more sense in H2O, okay? In other words, in H2O, people forget. She's got one of the same problems she's got in this 
uh, uh, this rendering of Halloween in she's an alcoholic. Well, she's an alcoholic in this one too, in this series. Uh, she's an alcoholic in H2O. I do think that's realistic for her character. Um, however, we all remember Lori to be a very, uh, uh, studious person. She was very smart. She was known for her, uh, for her study habits, et cetera, et cetera. And I felt like she would have went on to be successful in the way that she was in H2O as, you know, head of a, of a boarding school. And, uh, and it makes more sense to me that Lori would have gotten the hell out of Haddonfield, changed her name and went somewhere that she could hide. I felt that was more realistic than the fact that Lori would have been just hanging around waiting for Michael to come get her. Okay. I, I just didn't think that was realistic. I still don't. Um, but for the context of the fact that she was waiting for him in a trap, yada, yada, yada. Okay, fine, fine. Um, I really like the opening sequence of this. I really love the fact that Officer Hawkins, played by Will Patton, was still alive. He was my favorite new character from uh, the last film. It was good to see him alive in this film. And it was great to get some backstory on him. I've got this odd feeling he's going to play a very, very big role in the next one. I don't think he's going to make it, however. Uh, we got Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle. Now, got to be honest with you, loved Paul Rudd in The Curse of Michael Myers as Tommy Doyle. Um, nobody will ever beat that for me. Okay, I thought he was really good in that movie. And it sort of launched his career. People people don't remember that. Uh, but Anthony Michael Hall was good. Had sort of a weird Boston Southie kind of feel to his character. Uh, even though he's still hanging out in Haddonfield. All these original characters just waited around for Michael Myers to come back and start killing them off. <laughs> that seems so weird to me. Uh, the nurse reached her demise in this, the nurse from the original movie. Um, I don't like it when old characters come back only to die by the hands of a killer, ultimately. Now, I know she did in H2O, but it made a little bit more sense to me uh, the way they did it, okay, uh, and why they did it. You know, he, he was looking for things about Lori. Where was she hiding? Yada, yada, yada. Um, so that's fine. That's fine. Now, <clears throat> some things I really enjoyed. Uh, cinematography was good. Uh, I really liked the uh, firefighter uh, death sequence in this movie. I thought that was very well done. Uh, one of my complaints was the fact that they put so much of that in the trailer. I wish they had have. It would have been even better had that not been in the trailer to the extent that it was in uh, in the trailer. I didn't appreciate them doing that, but nonetheless, it was still cool. There were some great deaths in this movie. There was. Uh, overall, I can tell you right now, I absolutely did enjoy this uh, more than I liked the, um, the previous one. Now, something that, it's kind of odd. This movie had a little bit of a feel to it. Almost as if it was made by Rob Zombie. That's right. I'm going to keep it real. 
it had some Rob Zombie-like feels to it. That bar scene, that bar sequence, um, the way that Michael comes across, uh, almost in the way that Tyler Mayne came across, which I always said, Tyler Mayne in those zombie Halloween movies felt much more like Jason Voorhees, okay? Large, very strong, and now we transition, and Michael Myers is indestructible all of a sudden? I mean, a seriously indestructible. In this film, Michael Myers takes a Jason Voorhees-like pounding in this thing. But Jason Voorhees, and I'm talking Jason Voorhees post-final chapter. I'm talking Jason Lives, Zombie Jason, from there on out, where Jason is part of the undead already, right? And uh, Zombie Jason, I, I always call him the Terminator Jason, because he was indestructible. And Michael kind of assumed that feel in this movie because he took a shitload of damage. And, and honestly, he popped up like nothing had even happened. Um, that sequence at the end, I love the town surrounding him, whipping his ass, putting him on the ground. But then he just jumps up like nothing's going on. Um, it would have been much more realistic, in my opinion, if the cops show up. They haul him off, maybe even take him to the hospital or or something there, okay? And he has to sort of like lick his wounds, maybe he goes into a coma. We take up six months later, something in the next film. But for him to literally just jump up, jump up and start killing everybody, I was like, wait a minute. Michael Myers has never been blatantly indestructible okay he's always taken some punishment but in this movie he took blows that should have killed him for sure okay and um so there was sort of a transition feel for me uh more over to jay uh, a jason Voorhees type feeling and which look jason's my favorite character but there has been a difference between the two in these franchises. Um, but I did enjoy the movie. Um, his fight with the, the firefighters was really cool. But again, we're talking about firefighters are usually pretty big dudes, pretty strong dudes. And he just manhandled all of them like nothing was going on. Michael Myers is not supernatural. Now, Laurie Strode did make a comment in this um, to the effect that as he kills, he gets stronger, which may be the first glimpse or the first peel back of the curtain that we're going to find out that maybe there is something supernatural to Michael Myers. Personally, I kind of wish we wouldn't go there, um, but... That comment is odd to me anyway, okay? Uh, odd to me. If he's not going to end up being supernatural, then he was just over the top, over the top strong. Um, I did not like the fact that they blatantly said Michael was not after Lori. Um, that has always been, for the most part, his driving force was to get to Lori Strode. We find out 
uh, the daughter makes a comment in this movie about the fact that, no, it was the doctor that led Michael to Lori. Uh, so there wasn't some kind of an eerie, weird sixth sense of where Michael just happened to, uh, you know, kind of lead himself to her in H2O. Michael was still looking for Lori and obsessed all these years later. He went to find and get the information to see where she was at from Dr. Loomis's old office. Okay. His obsession was always with Michael in this, in this case, it was like all Michael cared about was getting home and staring out the window. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Michael wanted to go home and stare out the window again. Uh, all right. Um, a couple of things I will tell you um, that I did not like. I did not like any any of the real hospital sequences. And I'm going to tell you why. I was fine with the hospital. In fact, when we made it to the hospital, I got pretty fired up because I thought, okay, he's going to give us a version of of Halloween 2 here, okay? Even Zombie in his Halloween 2 gave us that dream that Laurie Strode was having or something where she was getting stalked in the hospital, and I really appreciated that from Rob Zombie. Even though the rest of that Halloween movie is trash, that part of that movie is really good. And I thought, okay, Michael's going to show up to the hospital. He'll have to get through all these people. There'll be a huge massacre. And then Lori and Michael and the girls will come to some uh, confrontation at the hospital. Instead, it felt like the director decided to make an odd political statement here. Uh, something to do with mental health. They brought in the other escape patient, which I could not give two shits about, and wasted our time. So... Since I've been watching this movie and I've seen it more than once, what I've had to do is I've literally fast-forwarded through most of the... Once they got to a certain point in the hospital, I've started fast-forwarding through it. It's nine minutes right before you get to the last 19 minutes, which is very good. But it was like he was making a political statement about angry mobs. You know what I mean? You know, they're always talking about... Trump supporters, blah, we won't get political in this, yada, yada, yada. But And the fact that, oh, the angry mob forced a mistake and an innocent man was murdered, the mental patient. I hated that, okay? I hated it. It felt forced and it felt shoehorned into the movie as a way to make a statement. Hated it. Hated that part. Um, I did. Uh, loved Tommy Doyle putting together the uh, town posse. I loved the interaction and the sort of the sweetness between Lori and Officer Hawkins. The fact that he's always had a thing for her. I think we're going to get a little bit more of that in Halloween Ends. Um, I haven't made any predictions, but one of the two of those, either Officer Hawkins or Lori Strode, will not make it through the next film. Uh, that's my guess. My guess is it's probably going to be Officer Hawkins. I just don't know if they kill off Lori. Uh, after all these years, I hope they don't kill off Lori. Um, 
I know some people would be like, yeah, but it'd be good for them to end together. And I think ultimately she needs to survive this. I do. Um, and we're talking, I've, I've got a couple of notes here because it's been so long since I've done a detailed review. But um, going back to the firefighter sequence, him getting squirted with a high-pressure water hose and he's just walking up like nothing's going on, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that, okay? Uh, I felt like it was too unrealistic. I felt like, yeah, that would have blown him back, okay? Uh, he's not just going to walk through that. Uh, so I, I didn't like that. Um, I absolutely hated Tommy Doyle getting killed. I hated it. Um, of course, he beats the living hell out of Michael Myers in the curse of Michael Myers, Halloween six, uh, kind of, kind of Tommy Jarvis style. And I really loved that. I did. Well, I thought he should have taken that baseball bat. They should have allowed him, Tommy Doyle, to have his moment taking that baseball bat and beat the hell out of Michael Myers a la the final chapter. And then they could carry Michael off to a hospital or whatever, and we pick up with that after the fact. I hated the fact that he jumped up and just killed everybody. I hated that. It was a great... It's a great sequence. It looks great on film. Um, and I understand it ultimately led us back around to a part I really liked where he ended up back at his house and he kills Lori's daughter. Thank God I can't stand Judy Greer. Um, I've never liked her. She was on Two and a Half Men, one of my favorite shows, but I couldn't stand her on that. Um, no offense to Judy Greer, but I just don't. There's something about her as an actress Sometimes you got them actors and actresses you just don't care for very much. And I was beyond happy that they killed her character off. It's great. It will give Lori more venom. What they should have done, maybe, there was hold off the town catching up with Michael uh, and hold that to Halloween ends. And then maybe Lori could have come up and finished him off or whatever. All right. But I hated Tommy Doyle getting killed in this movie because we saw him as a kid. And I just don't like that. I don't like old characters getting killed off all these years later. What's the point of having have them survive back in the day? All right. They didn't kill off the little girl played by uh, Richard. So you get my point there. Uh, but I did like the movie. I did. Um, I give it a 7 out of 10. This director, if you're wondering about political statements, outside of the mob thing, he flirted with some wokeness in this movie. You could tell he was trying to make some social statements with some of the things he did in this film. Okay? Uh, so if you're really, really old school, and seeing certain things bother you, I'm just going to keep it real, like gay couples, okay, then you're going to probably have an issue with this movie. Um, I actually found those two characters to be likable, and that's what I asked for. If you're going to do something like that, make them flow into the movie and make the characters likable so it's not their, their social statement that takes over the film. I didn't think their social statement t took over the film. It didn't. It didn't take away from it. But 
one could one could construed that there was some social statements in this movie, and I have heard Halloween ends could be woke as hell, and believe it or not, the coronavirus may be in the next movie, the lockdown, the pandemic. Are you shitting me? Come on, we're not dealing with that enough in real life? Stop it. I give this a 7 out of 10. By comparison, I gave the last one a 6 out of 10 when I first saw it. Now, I will tell you, I have since raised the last one's rating up to a 7 out of 10. I watched it a couple of times getting ready for this movie, and I did like the last one more upon more repeat viewings. But I'm still always going to hold against them the fact that he decided to scrap Halloween 2. I don't know why he had to do that. I don't know why he could not have had Halloween 2 happen. Scrap everything as hard as it is to swallow the pill of the Jamie Lloyd trilogy not existing. Because I like that. As hard as that would have been for me to have dealt with. Um, keep Halloween 2. If you got to scrap H2O, I get it. But um, Halloween 2, to me, is part of the original story. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm just... Even as I watch this, you can still say Halloween 2 existed. So in my own personal canon, it does still exist. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Definitely worth the watch. I thought it was funner, a more enjoyable watch than the last movie. And I'll tell you, like I said, I'm watching it again right now while I'm while I'm sitting at my desk working. Um, it's got a lot of rewatchability. It's an entertaining Michael Myers movie. It very, very much is. Good, good amount of gore. I mean, good. Don't have to deal with that annoying doctor from the last one who, in my opinion, no loyalist or anybody that ever worked for Loomis would have turned and helped Michael Myers. I hated that. Didn't have to deal with it in this movie because that character wasn't in here. Good. Good. Tell me what you think, Matrix and Roadshow fans. I know this review is very long, but there's a lot I wanted to talk about here. Um, and I have to give you context. Now, in case you're wondering... Where would this rank for for you, Rhodes? Um, Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween 2, um, believe it or not, uh, H2O. No, not H2O. Halloween, Rob Zombie. H2O. Um, damn. Gets a little harder after that. Curse of Michael Myers. Yes, I love Curse of Michael Myers. I think it is so underappreciated. Um, and then probably this movie. And then probably this movie, believe it or not. Yeah, so I would have it down at seven. So how many are there after that? Halloween 5, Resurrection, the past one, Halloween 3. Is that it? Is that it? So I got it kind of like its predecessor right in the middle of the pack. But I think, look, there's a clear, a clear 
uh, difference in quality between the bottom four and those top, you know, even the last one, there's a clear bump in quality. Uh, so all I have to do a season of the witch review now. So and there you go. You got a quick rank of where I've got them now with the new movie. So anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out till next time.